Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sober is Dope podcast. Today's episode is about dry January. I want to talk dry January, provide some tips and some practical steps so you can have a successful dry January. Dry January is a great part of the year, sets off the New Year's, it aligns with your New Year's resolution, and it's an amazing time for anyone that may be sober curious or anyone that may be looking for a healthy lifestyle change to try sobriety. And maybe this could lead to more longer recovery, but it's a great starting point. I just want to start off with a real solid disclaimer. I'm a believer that dry January is not necessarily for everyone. And what I mean by that is if you're a heavy drinker or alcoholic or someone who really is alcohol dependent, meaning that you wake up every day and you need a drink and you're at rock bottom and you're really struggling, I recommend to seek professional help and also professional detox and medically assisted detox to help you with the withdrawal process. Um, Sometimes cold turkey or doing something like sober October or dry January, you know, out of the blue can just probably lead to some negative health consequences if you don't have the right medical attention and the right advice. So always consult with your doctor before you make any lifestyle change. And I never want to deter anyone from doing anything that could benefit them or motivate them in recovery. So I'm not saying don't try dry January, but try if you're a heavy drinker or alcoholic or someone that's really alcohol dependent, try dry January alongside of some form of professional detox or by consulting with your doctor. They have medication and specific vitamins that can help you with the withdrawal process, which can be nasty if you are a heavy drinker. So in my case, eight years ago when I started my recovery, um, I filed my sobriety December 15th, 2012. I had to go into a professional detox place. I had to sit with doctors. I had to get medically detoxed. I had to take medication alongside of vitamins just to make sure I didn't get sick. So I just wanted to put that out there. But I do recommend dry January or anything that can help you or any positive trend or, you know, holiday or anything like that that can motivate you. Uh, We hit 2021. It's a new year. Everyone has their resolutions and we're all looking for something to improve our health. So here we go. We're already one week into dry January. So I want to give you guys some practical tips to help you stay on course. My first tip is remind yourself of your motivation. Remind yourself why you started. Keep that in the forefront. Always try to remember, why did I start dry January? Why did I want to give up alcohol? This is important to stay motivated because you could lose the motivation a week or two in, especially when the alcohol withdrawal starts to kick in. We know the first week you're going to experience some discomfort and that could be a little alarming, which could decrease motivation. Stick in there. Remember why you started and stay motivated. My second tip is to tell people this is aligning with accountability, having an accountability partner or talking to people about it, letting people in your family or your friends know that you're practicing dry January. It 
puts you on blast in a good way and it allows you to have some type of public accountability. So now you're like, okay, I committed to these 30 days. I told my loved ones that's motivation in itself to stick with it. But I will say any type of recovery, any type of abstinence or plan, you want to do it for yourself, but by telling other people, you you include people that you love and it creates that second component. My third tip, make a plan for situations where alcohol is offered, right? So I want you to, this is to, uh, to have a healthy defense in the case if you happen to go out, you happen to, you know, it's January, New Year, you might wind up at a party or some type of an event where people will be serving alcohol. I want you to be prepared in advance because this is very important. You have to have go-to things that you can say um, and go-to responses. If someone offers you alcohol, you want it to roll off your tongue. No, I'm fine. No, thank you. I'm full. I already drank a lot today. I'm good. Or I already ordered my drinks. Or I'm not thirsty right now. Right. You don't necessarily have to go into the I'm doing dry January or I'm in recovery. You could just say, no, thank you. I'm fine. Right. Just be comfortable with saying no, thank you. And I'm fine. And practice saying no. Right. Practice this a lot. So it could be a friend. You could go out with people who just accustomed to you swinging from the chandeliers. Just say, you know, I'm trying something different. I'm fine. I'm not thirsty. I don't feel like drinking today. And leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. My next tip is plan some activities to look forward to. So you just, you know, when you first practice sobriety, it's your first couple of weeks, you're in week one, week two, you know, you're sitting around. We have a term called busy tames the beat. So I want you to have activities that may be fun, things that you can do in advance, you know, practice some, you know, maybe you want to buy some Groupons. Maybe you want to pick up a new hobby, like practice yoga, take a class, do some online learning, practice a new skill, work on an old project, write a book, work on a podcast, do something new, plan some fun, creative activities, because creativity is one of the things that can help you stay sober and stay on track. So have something planned, and that goes a long way in helping you stay on track. My next tip is be prepared for slip-ups. So I love this because this is important, right? Because dry January may be casual for some people, right? You may just be trying to explore sobriety. You just may be sober curious, and something may happen, and you may slip up. And it's important to understand that you don't let a slip up deter you from continuing the process. Just subtract that day. So if it's 30 days and you have a slip up, just say, you know what? I'm going to, you know, the next day, just get back on track. That's all. This is important, too, if you ever want to get into long term recovery, because sometimes the shame and embarrassment and the guilt of relapsing or slipping up. You know, I would say as far as dry January, we call that a slip up. As far as longer term recovery, we call that relapse. Same thing. My thing is, you know, people tend to spend a lot of time on the embarrassment, the shame um, and the stigma of relapse. And they blame themselves. They beat themselves up. And that leads to more drinking, the trauma and the disappointment of 
you know, slipping or relapsing can be more toxic than the actual act itself. So please keep in mind, the faster you get back on track, the more proud of yourself you're going to be. And I wish I knew this years ago because it would have, I would have been sober a lot faster if I didn't just beat myself up between those relapses and slip ups. Right? So that's my tip. Don't beat yourself up when you slip up. That's my thing. Remember that, write it down. And I'm not encouraging you to slip up. I'm just saying, be mindful that things happen and you don't have to dwell in the disappointment. My next tip is keep a diary. This is extremely important. Keep a diary of how you feel every day. How do you feel in recovery? You know, the first week you may have a little discomfort. You may be irritable. You may be restless. may be hard to go to sleep. You may be you know, just anxious and sweaty and upset and just irritable again. Like it's just a, it's just tough the first couple of weeks. Document that because it increasingly gets better, right? After the discomfort, you'll start to feel a lot better around week two or three. You'll start experiencing the euphoria of sobriety, that excitement. We call it the honeymoon effect. So you'll increasingly start feeling better. The first week, your body's naturally detoxing, and your liver and stuff and your brain and dopamine levels is trying to start to repair themselves and you just have to work that out but you will increasingly feel a lot better in time so be patient keep a diary also write down all of the things that you want to accomplish in sobriety and then write down all of the negative things that your addiction or your drinking habits created in your life so you have something to contrast you have some contrast in how you look at your diary you have one section where here's 20 things these are the 20 things that i felt that was negative when i was drinking and here's all the positive things that i'm feeling now you know recovery and sobriety is a real promise you will feel better it comes with a lot of benefits and they're never ending and i'm still exploring the benefits of my recovery to this day it never gets old and i have a very good memory so i remember really well how bad and negative and dark the addiction was in my life so i always keep gratitude for how i feel now so i never feel tempted to go back to that negative lifestyle because there was no fun there and I know it, so I know it's an empty promise. So I find other creative ways to cope with trauma, stress, anxiety, life, whatever I may be going through, but I know in the back of my mind, based on the positive versus the negative benefits of sobriety, um, the positive benefits of sobriety, that is no way in hell I'm going back to addiction. So keep your diary, that's your friend, keep a track of your 30 days, and I think that may inspire you to keep going. Eight, phone a friend. If you feel like, my next tip, if you feel like you are, you, you're thinking about or playing with the idea of slipping up or it's just, you know, you might be in a situation where the peer pressure may be too much, the environment may be too much and you're not, and you feel a little weak and vulnerable, have a, an accountability partner, someone that you can trust, a friend that you can reach out to that can help you. My next tip on my next dry January tip for a successful dry January is think about why you drink and make a switch. 
And all right, so think about how you drink and make a switch and understanding your triggers, right? So thinking about why you drink in the first place can do a lot. This goes back to the diary part too. You can put this in the diary. Think about why you drink, why you drank, why did you, you know, what, what triggered you to want to drink? Because I could tell you this, if you really think about it, most people really drink for a reason. Maybe it's something that they're, and it may be a unconscious reason or something, maybe upsetting you in your life, something maybe triggering you. You may not know what exactly it is, but that your stress levels may hit a critical point and then you might just feel like you need to escape. And it goes back to that escape. So writing down, you know, why you drink can help you reflect and it can help you watch out for potential triggers during dry January. You want to really be able to look out for it. So me, in my case, I know like if I get into a really bad argument, I'm going to have to have things to do to snap me out of the rumination, the constant thinking about the argument and what makes me angry because I will want to drink because that will make me feel better. It'll make me forget about the problem. Although I'll feel shitty the next day when I wake up and I, oh, I got to go through the whole problem. The problem is still there. It never goes away. It's just this temporary relief. You know, alcohol and drugs, they give us a temporary release, relief, but the problem is still present. So you, we trade temporary relief for long-term problems and it's really a bad cycle and it's a bad trade-off. So my advice is understand your triggers, write down why you drink, try to anticipate them, understand them. So when they arise, you have, you could take actionable steps to get away from them. My next tip is ask for help if you need it. Very important. And what does that mean? Like really ask for help. If you stuck somewhere, ask someone to come pick you up. If you feel like you stress, ask someone, can they come sit with you? If you need help going to the hospital because you're not feeling well, you know, ask someone to meet you there. Like ask for help for anything. It's, it's going to be this is an important 30 days for many of you. And many of you really may be just really functional alcoholics that's have a toxic relationship with alcohol that's borderline and full-blown alcoholism and you need treatment anyway and this is a real good chance to do it so you want to use dry january as a springboard to long-term recovery so ask for help if you need it because you want to really really do this with flying colors my next tip is enlist a sober buddy. So bring someone else in, maybe reach out to one of your friends that's already sober, right? And lean on them for 31 days and or find someone else that's doing dry January. And this could create a cool accountability relationship. And now you guys could do things together and work on it together. And I think this is helpful. I remember when I was in rehab and I was living through an outpatient program, but I lived there. It, the thing was, I had a bunch of other people that was in the program. So if I was stressed, I could go talk to one of my roommates or someone else that was also in the program, and we could try to work it out together. Days where I felt weak, I know I could express myself to one of my friends, and they'll be like, you know what? Hang in there, bro. Let's just go. Let's go back to group, or let's go get something to eat. So I wasn't by myself, and that's why enlisting a sober buddy or someone that understands what you're going through can go a long way. And ladies and gentlemen, another thing, these tips work for just early sobriety. 
It's just these are introductory tips if you're trying recovery, whether it's for hard drugs, whether it's for alcohol, all of these tips help, right, for anyone. If you're trying something new and you're trying to get away from something that's toxic, if you're trying to get away from some form of addiction, it could be food addiction, it could be sex addiction, these tips help. They help you to stay in the healing part of the process and not sliding backwards into the actual addiction. So utilize these tips on all levels and I think it'll go a long way. Eliminating temptation within your home is mission critical. So this tip is important to me because some people may do something like dry January and still have a cabinet full of liquor and a refrigerator full of beer. So my thing is, you know, throw out all of the wine in the wine cellar, get rid of all the liquor, Get rid of all the beer. Take all of the alcohol out the house. You're practicing dry January. Talk to your roommates. Talk to your family and say, hey, I'm trying to stay sober. Can you please keep the alcohol away from me or keep it in your place and try not to drink around me? It doesn't hurt asking. You know, I was in some places where the people say, go screw yourself. I'm not going to I could do whatever I want and they'll still want to drink and I'll just distance myself. But I was in other places where people will be very supportive and say, oh, yeah, let's get all the alcohol out the house because pop is trying to be sober. So it doesn't hurt to ask. But if you personally have alcohol in the house, get rid of it and get rid of all temptations that means things that may remind you of drinking things that may trigger you of drinking it could be some type of picture of your ex or something in the house a specific song that gets you into a depressed state avoid all of these different possible things only you know what these things are going to be in your life but my recommendation is definitely watch out for temptations the next tip is have something to replace happy hour in your life right so for the next 30 days you want to you know you may be someone who has a routine where you drink a specific point in the day or you you know maybe when you put the kids to sleep it may be when you get off of work it may be in my cases when i woke up in the morning that was totally bad but whatever that happy hour is for you that point in the day where you look forward to drinking i need you to replace that with a healthy replacement or activity so in my case, I would say cook, cook your favorite meal, you know, schedule a really positive meeting, a phone call, have a go to um, activity that you do. Maybe you schedule a, a show that you watch every day at six o'clock. You cook a favorite meal. Maybe you meditate. Maybe you do yoga. Maybe you exercise or you go running. I find that doing something that benefits your health may keep you really far away from potentially wanting to drink. So you're not going to want to drink if you staying hydrated and you're going running or you're doing exercise or something like that. Or if you're meditating or if you go into a prayer service, these things are positive in your life, right? So the further you could get away from the behavior of drinking, the better off you're going to be. So replace your version of happy hour with something positive and you'll win. You don't have to commit to be a shut-in. So I know we're in this corona pandemic, but my thing is, while you're doing dry January and you're going through this, get out, go for walks. Like I said, plan activities. You don't have to do it in the house and be a recluse, you know, 
socializing around positive people can motivate you. That's why I said try to enlist sober friends, sober people, and try to find some community. Most importantly, try your online sober community. Maybe it's Alcoholic Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, or it could be Smart Recovery. It could be a personal group. It could be a church group. You know, that could be something that you implement daily to reinforce dry January. And last but not least, don't give up if you slip up. Again, I wanted to leave us there because it's extremely important to understand that in this case, anything could go wrong and you have to be prepared. A few benefits of dry January, my top three benefits your overall health will actually improve significantly, and I mean in every possible way. The moment you stop drinking alcohol, your liver starts to detoxify itself, your liver enzymes start to normalize, your blood pressure um, improves, your skin starts to improve, your mental health starts to improve, your neural, your vital neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, these start to improve, meaning that you have a better mental health outcome. You know, although you're going to go through these symptoms of detox and you're going to feel up and down, hot and cold, irritable, anxious, you're still improving. This is the process of your body stabilizing itself and trying to get to something that we know is homeostasis. So you just want to stay in a positive mental state and understand that your overall health dramatically improves during dry January. And this is a motivator. The next thing, your mood will improve. Okay. So when we talk about your mood, again, we're talking about mental health, you know, eventually that irritability and stuff starts to become excitement. And then you, like I said, this honeymoon stage is something that's a really beautiful gift of sobriety. That initial first third, um, you know, month or two where you're just extremely excited about life, you feel extremely empowered and you just want to just conquer the world. That's a gift. That's your body and brain starting to heal itself and you start to feel the confidence of recovery and your mood will improve. My last tip is you're going to get a lot more accomplished, you know, productivity and recovery, productivity and sobriety is just one of the promises that I spoke about. You will get so much done. And I think this is motivated. These are my top three benefits of dry January. All right. Again, if you are a heavy drinker and you're someone that's really suffered with alcohol, utilize dry January as a motivating factor. Just make sure you check in with your doctor and you try to get detox. And now if you if you go cold turkey and you're a heavy drinker, really, really pay attention to how you feel. Stay hydrated. So the physical tips that I wanted to talk about before we wrap, when you are practicing dry January, any type of recovery program, you want to stay hydrated. You want to eat a well-balanced diet. You want to avoid sugary foods and fast foods and junk foods, right? Because these foods play with your dopamine and your reward center and they can activate more cravings. So if you're eating a lot of sugar and junk food, 
They are empty calories. They're going to like just give your body no nutrient density. This is going to lead to some form of depression and cravings that's unhealthy and put you on a fast track to potentially want to relapse. So you want to stay away from that behavior by eating a well-balanced diet. You want to eat some healthy fats like avocados, a lot of vegetables, and a lot of protein, right? If you're vegetarian, eat a lot of beans, eat some tofu, protein, and uh, and, and, and eat a lot of nuts like Brazil nuts and macadamia nuts. They have high in fat, high in protein. And this is important because proteins like tyrosine and tryptophan are precursors to serotonin and dopamine. And your brain needs these dopamine-boosting foods to help you feel better as it's repairing your brain due to the effects of alcohol. So if you're healing, you want to give your body a real good chance and by staying hydrated drinking a lot of water eating healthy foods that sets you up for success also make sure you take vitamins you're going to need zinc you're going to need b vitamins alcohol we lose a lot of b vitamins from our gut through our urine when we drink and your and alcohol i mean b vitamins b6 and folate are also precursors to dopamine we need these um, vitamins, these essential nutrients um, in our diet so we could feel whole and healthy. So you want to make sure in, a, in addition to staying hydrated, you want to make sure that you're taking these vitamins, taking a really good multivitamin, drinking a lot of water, watching your stress levels and just taking it easy and prioritize your self-care, meaning that this 30, these 31 days has to be about you. It can't be about you doing stuff for everyone else and running around and burning yourself out because you will pro you will relapse that way. We don't want that. What we want you to do is just take it easy, get a lot of rest, eat a lot of good food, listen to your body. You have to listen to your body and you'll win. If you're tired, rest. If you're exhausted, sit down. If you're thirsty that means drink you need to drink a hell of a lot of water before you once you register thirst that means you're extremely dehydrated so drink lots of water even get some pedialyte gatorade almond juice whatever liquids that you need um just stay hydrated preferably waters and teas and those are my tips for dry january and this episode is dry january tips on how to complete dry january successfully you're listening to sober is dope i'm pop buchanan i just wanted to pop in and let everyone know that i really care about dry january i really care i get excited about these little events that surround the beauty and benefit and promote healing and recovery and promote sobriety so go for it if you're and look even if this is week one right it's not too late I don't care if it's the last week in January, start, right? You could stretch it all the way. Just start 30 days from whatever day you start, and that's fine. And you could stretch this out to February, March, whatever. But if once you start, utilize these tips for success. And we also have a YouTube channel, so go over to Sober is Dope YouTube, where I have a whole playlist devoted to tips for dry january and a lot of tips on health and dietary hacks that you could utilize on your journey i'm pop buchanan happy new year once again listen to our last episode 2021 motivation we have about one hour of brain rewiring motivational 
goodies for you guys to shift your mindset. So listen to that during dry January. Stay motivated. Listen to positive people that's doing it and that has a track record for success and you'll win. And I love you all. Please have fun. Stay sober. And I'll catch you on the other side. Thanks. It's missing It's the time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water There's lots of those friendly people They're showing me ways to go But I never want to lose their inspiration It's time for a cool change And now that my life is so prearranged I know that it's time for a cool change Well, I was born in the sign of water And it's there that I feel my best The albatross and the whales They are my brothers It's kind of a special feeling When you're out on the sea alone Staring at the full moon Like a lover Staring at the full moon like a love. 